Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear conversations from influential people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in your communities. These behind the scenes conversations will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's guests are none other than Erica and William, the owners of Puzzles of Color. Now, since recording this episode, we have wonderful updates for you all. They are now in Target. They are a part of Target's Black History Month collection, and you could find it on the Black History Month display. They are also up for the 15% Pledge Achievement Award, so head over to their Instagram to get all of the voting details. Without further ado, let's get into this conversation of how Puzzles of Color came about with Erica and William. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We have two great guests with us today, William and Erica, who are the co-founders of Puzzles of Color. Um, I discovered them like everyone else, I feel like, from social media um, and different people posting, and I just fell in love with their whole story. So why don't you two introduce yourselves, and then we'll get talking about your company. Well, I am Erica. I um, Puzzle the Color was a mixture of, of our ideas. I actually am the big sister. Um, <laughs> my, it's a family-run business we have here. Um, so uh, a few years ago when we um, when I was pregnant with my first daughter, I was like wanting to do a puzzle and I was wanting a, a piece that my brother has a friend that's an artist. And I was like, it'd be great if she made a puzzle out of that piece. Um, And from there, William was like, that's a great business idea. And we kind of grown and blossomed from there. Um, I found a bunch of different artists to work with, but yeah, like we um, have been doing this since July of 2020. And, you know, we're still going strong. Our third collection, um, I kind of am the more of the, the business and, like administrative side of the company and William is our creative director and he finds all the artists and does a lot of the communicating with them. He does our logos and like, you know, social media, you know, branding stuff. Um, and yeah, that's, we, that's us. <laughs> I love it. William, do you want to just jump in and say anything, introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, I'm William Jones. Uh, yeah, I just do, like I said, the branding side of the business working with the artist and kind of like I said, finding art, nothing uh, that she didn't mention. Uh, but yeah, you know, we do, it's a bit of a business, but we do a lot of the work. Like we're very hands-on with it. My, my wife and my parents are both involved uh, and, and Erica's husband as well. So, you know, it's really, and her daughter actually. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty cool to you know, work, work with family like that. Work with family like that. Cool, I love that. So when you decided that you wanted to have this art piece put on the puzzle, how do you go about doing that? Uh, well, uh, we, it was not easy to find information. Um, we, 
like had Googled it for, for about a year before we actually went, in, went into business. Funny, funnily enough, we came up with the idea in 2019 okay. <laughs> um, before COVID, which would have been much more, <laughs> which might've uh, worked out better for us in some ways <laughs> if we had started yeah. before COVID um, because then puzzles made this huge, you know, resurrection in, um, in 2020. Um, right. But we, um, Basically, the way that a puzzle is made is that you get this high resolution image. Um, of course, it has to be really, really, you know, really high resolution because you, when you're blowing this thing up, you want to make sure that we're not getting like, pixels and things like that when, on the actual image itself. Um, but you get a high resolution image, you print it onto it, you print it fully completed, mm-hmm. and then, you know, mount it onto the cardboard or wood if you're doing wood, and then, um, cut cut it into the puzzle pieces so we have this we actually have a used to um, manufacture puzzles ourselves and oh, wow. we had a machine where we would literally have the giant prints run them through this machine and it would like be like a giant it was like a I call it like a giant cookie cutter and it would yeah. just press down the the uh different shapes of the pieces to give you a completed puzzle and you just shuffle the pieces put them in a bag and there you go so that is the process of getting that the the image actually on the puzzle, um, but of course, William can tell you more about like how we select the art, all of that jazz. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear that. Yeah, uh, well, selecting art depends on like we really wanted to find artists who had pieces that kind of like were uplifting or told like a cool story, and they kind of just were something that we wanted you know be proud to show and yeah. to everybody. Cause you know, there's so many images of, of our people uh, uh, in bad lights. We want to get some, something to good light, positive, just fun light like that. And yeah. so we work, we work with our artists through like mostly through social media. We find them. Some people we actually uh, have personal connections with or, or know through like school or uh, other business ventures we've done. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool in that sense. But like we're definitely like really open to like working with artists from all around the world and. America and all over the world, really. Cool. I love that too, because of social media, you know, you guys are able to connect with so many people that we normally wouldn't have access to. Yep. Yeah. And for us, like, I mean, a, a big part of like why we started the business, in addition to, of course, me wanting this specific piece to be a puzzle, right. <laughs> um, which by the way, we have not been able to do because my mom has a um, <laughs> blocked us it was a custom piece that my brother got made for her and so she's like no oh. that can't be a puzzle that's my piece but whatever <laughs> um <laughs> but um but in addition to you know like what you know specifically wanting that one piece we realized we've been doing puzzles our entire lives that was actually something that my mom kind of started with us when we were young okay. um like as a way to like stay entertained keep your brains moving when when we're on school break especially around the holidays this time of year with um you know winter break and you know these extended uh times off so we um would really do like you know one or two thousand piece puzzles over a break and we had a hard time finding puzzles that show had like any kind of representation like of course back then i mean that was even like you know what 25 years ago when we were you know so like it wasn't like the you know the internet existed uh, in that in the same way it wasn't quite as easy to like shop for um you know things that had representation except for like you know local black bookstore or something like that so 
we had a really hard time finding images that represented us. And we did a lot of like landscapes and things like that, just because that's what we could find. And right, so yeah. even over time, we realized like that that had not changed much. So we really wanted to make sure that, you know, for one, like when you're doing a puzzle, you like actually get to really appreciate the 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 love that went into that piece because you're seeing all these small details right. and so like wanting to give artists a chance to like showcase their art in a different way but also um, wanting to like show representation and uh specifically for artists of color so right. all of our artists are artists of color um and they also get a percentage of the sales and so we really are all about like uplifting the community um it, through the imagery but also through the artists themselves Yes. Now your pieces, are they meant to be mounted or is it just like a puzzle? You have fun with it and you, you know, take it apart or is it meant to be like hung somewhere, like actual displaying the art? Oh yeah. They're definitely meant to be framed. I mean, there are works of art, but they're artists. So we wanted to make sure they're uh, frameable sizes. They're not uh, 16 by 500 pieces, 16 by 20. So it's pretty easy to find a frame for yeah. that. 20 by 27 for the uh, thousand piece puzzle. Uh, so they're easy to find frames for and one of people hang up on your wall and like I mean we definitely enjoy growing up we did what we did our puzzle we always hung ours up mm -hmm. so we want to make sure that was still possible with our puzzles as well okay mm -hmm. yeah because when I've seen them I mean like you said they're works of art like they yeah. picture itself is just amazing um I'm not a puzzle person I have ADHD, so it's very hard for me to like just really sit and attend to small pieces of a puzzle like that. <laughs> but I want to be honest, because of the art that I'm going to create when I'm finished, that's what drives me to get the puzzle. Right. It's like, I know when I'm done, I'm going to be able to hang this and actually have people see like what an amazing job this artist did. So right. I think that, you know, it gives you an incentive to keep going and finish it. You're not just finishing it to put it away and, you know, maybe pull it out a couple months later or something. So, yeah, exactly. We want to make sure it was something you want to put on your wall. That's, that's totally the reason why we picked the art that we did because we wanted something they could enjoy. And, like, yeah, you said, like, people who are already in puzzles, people just love art, but right. they want to take the time and really, like, you know, get into puzzling with it because I think it also helps with the, it's the other piece a little more because you get to see like colors that kind of make up the puzzle. Right. The minor details you didn't notice because you're looking at the full thing, but you look at, you know, small parts of it, you really get to uh, dissect the puzzle and really like, you know more about it that way. Yeah. So from the artists that you guys have had, um, do you have like more, um, like images of people or is it like abstract is it like a mix of things like what can people expect to find when they go um shopping for a puzzle of color uh we do have a lot of images of people because that is something that we felt like was missing especially like seeing a black person on a puzzle was not something that was as common um and so we do have a lot of images of people but we always like to have a, a few abstracts in the mix i know um, you know, there are people who are like, I don't want a picture of somebody I don't know in my house. I want it. Right. <laughs> they like, they, and, I, and I even, me personally, I have a lot of abstract art in my house. Like that is the art that I tend to gravitate sort to, yeah. towards. Um, and so uh, we do have a mix to kind of give people options. 
Um, you know, we have, we haven't done too much, like kind of like landscapey type stuff, but we do plan to do that as well in the future. Um, or, you know, like, or nature, or like animals, whatever in the future, because at the end of the day, like it also, you know, going back to the artists, like there are so many black, you know, there are black artists that do nature too. There are black mm -hmm. artists that do, you know, all these right. different things too. Um, and so we want to give those artists, you know, a platform um, to be able to showcase their skills as well. Um, and, you know, it gives people a variety. Um, one of the cool things, like people are always asking like, oh, did you do the art whenever we were at events? And it's like, um, no, <laughs> I just curated it. <laughs> right. Um, the good thing about that is that we have so many different styles. So even like, I have a friend that like, with our news collection that just released, she's like, I've been waiting for the perfect one. And you had, it, it came in this collection because, yeah. you know, different styles resonate with different people, you know, from the colors that are being used, the type of, you know, like, uh, you know, digital versus painting versus, you know, uh, pastels or something like that. Like the different like mediums that people use, all of that thing, all those things kind of resonate in different ways. And so we like to show a variety. Yeah. So you say like collections, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you guys select a collection? Well, when we originally started off, it was pretty simple. We just said, hey, would you like to make your art into a puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> and they said yes, we're like, all right, cool, come with us. <laughs> but now it's a lot more uh, curated. We actually try to like, like our last collection was called Growth. So it's kind of like- okay. Mix between curating and using what we saw, what we had, but um, so we wanted to have something that was kind of like oriented to like growth and either sense of like nature or actual like uh for the uh people's people in your life growth as a person, yeah, journey and uh life I guess, <laughs> and so we really wanted to like tell a story in that way, and for our next question we have another uh kind of theme we're going for so. We're trying to try to theme it out a little more and then like from there going like looking at art talking to artists kind of seeing what they have that kind of would fit the theme and if not i mean we still like the art we'll keep, we'll keep them up the next round i mean we have right we're not doing more than like hopefully like doing two questions in a in a year at some point <laughs> if we ever get to that point uh so we're really hoping to really just grow in that way and have a lot more collections how do you decide like when to start a new collection? Is it by how many you've sold or is it just kind of like, all right, we're ready to put something new out there? Um, well, uh, what William kind of alluded to, like we've actually, we wanted to do two collections per year um, and we have not been able to get to that point yet. Just like, you know, new to business and all of that, trying to get like the, figure out timing and like, yeah. you know, balancing the budgets of like, okay, we had a lot of sales. Can we afford to do a collection right now? That kind of thing. So yeah. we are, uh, <laughs> so we're working on like figuring out like what is the cadence? How can we like kind of keep that um, uh, afloat? Mm -hmm. But um, like we basically, you know, the fall is definitely like a peak time for us um, as, as in with most retailer, most people right. who have a, an, an item, um, you know, when you get into the holiday season, um, of course, there's a lot of happening, a lot of things going on that at, at that time. So um, we will probably always have a fall collection <laughs> because um, in addition to the holiday season, you also have just that it gets colder and people are inside right. more. So they want to do puzzles more versus yeah. like in the spring, you're a little bit doing more outdoor activities. So yeah. um kind of like trying to to go off of that well um we we have historically 
our fall collections comes out in October. Um, okay. That's how it was our first collection and it has been throughout. Um, and then we're hoping uh, to eventually hope be able to have like a, maybe a May or like a spring and a fall collection um, in the future. Okay. Do you guys do anything um, like custom? So, you know, for, I don't know, like a Christmas um, puzzle or breast cancer awareness or something like that. Do you take any of those types of requests? We have done a few like partnerships. So we just did, uh, we just had a really great uh, experience doing a, a partnership with Children's Miracle Network. We did, okay. a, we printed a thousand puzzles for them when we, and we actually basically they told us kind of like a theme and we got an artist to, to come up with a piece for them and had that turn into a puzzle. And we've done a few other ones for like some corporations. Um, okay. But unfortunately the way our manufacturing um, works, they like minimum that they can print is 200. Uh, so we okay. can't exactly do like, you know, some of the smaller like one-off, like yeah. if the person wanted to print like for their, you know, a family reunion or something like that and they want to do a smaller order we don't have the ability to do that anymore um but we do have the ability for like larger orders of 20 or, or sorry 200 or more got it okay so when you're doing your puzzles obviously 200 you're not cutting them so how <laughs> not <does> anymore in a couple days before that was stressful <laughs> yeah yeah we when back when we were manufacturing ourselves like we we still actually manufacture our children's puzzle which is like a 60 piece that's a very small puzzle and it can it's a, it's a lot faster to like just run that through the machine a couple of times right um but it is uh it is stressful because it's like because we do both work full-time jobs so it's like okay i'll meet you up there at seven o'clock at night <laughs> and then we'll just knock this out and I'm like, my daughter is getting like at my, at the grandma's house until midnight because we're still doing, <laughs> cut, or, you know, it's, it can be a little bit messy. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully we're going, we're kind of, we're trying to work away from that because we have to, you know, focus on other parts of the business as well. Right. That's true. So where do you get them made now? Now we have a, a overseas manufacturer. Okay. So, yeah. Yep. We, 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 we worked with a few and <laughs> we used to actually, well, at first we had to cut, we used to cut them in house, but like the company that made our boxes from the very beginning, mm -hmm. they were like, Hey, you guys know, we do puzzles <laughs> after a year of us struggling ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, Oh no, we didn't. That's, that would have been helpful to know. So, <laughs> so yeah. they ended up taking that on and, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's always interesting working, you know, overseas because like, you know, if there's a problem, you have to tell them, tell them at midnight, you know, or whatever, right. when they're awake and all that kind of stuff, um, which, which can work out for us since we work a lot of times after hours, but, um, yeah. but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's been interesting. We have worked with a few, um, um, manufacturers in, um, the United States, but their, their minimums are a lot higher. So it's okay. kind of like we, you know, we, we have the contacts if we need them. Um, we just kind of work around what, whatever, you know, the, especially for custom orders, like, if we have one of that size then we can work with them and go. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you been to the factory where your puzzles are made or is it just more of like a virtual connection? Virtual right now, the, the company, the factory that makes them in America, we wanted to go out there. We had, we had one in Florida and we had one in like, I believe it's in Kansas. Okay. Um, 
and we have not been able to actually go out in person, unfortunately, yet. One, one day. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> so in the meantime, where can people purchase your puzzles? All of our puzzles are available on uh, puzzlecolor.com. We're also on we have a couple of retailers. You can find them on our website as well. Um, I know you're in Houston. We do have a retailer in Houston. I want to say Sugar Cafe. Yeah, Brown Sugar. Yeah, Brown Sugar Cafe is in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're also on Amazon and Madewell. So yeah, okay. Madewell.com as well. Good. Yeah. So do y'all do any shows or anything around? Oh, yeah. Is it just more virtual sales? Oh, 100%. Shows are where it's at. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we just um, finished the State Fair of Texas. That's uh, like our, our new annual event. So we do that. Uh, it ran September 30th through the 20, through October 24th. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we also do kind of pop-ups throughout. We're actually going to be at the um, Atlanta Ultimate Women's Expo uh, coming up soon. We'll be... Okay. Um, at the uh, Blavity is having an event uh, right. this weekend that we'll be at. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll, yeah, whatever we ever, we find out about events, people get, we get invited to events a lot. So we try to get out there and, and, you know, share our story with the, with the world. <laughs> now, do you want to be in like retail stores, like big box stores, or is this, you like the way your uh, company is now? Yeah, we absolutely, we are actually um, in talks with a big box store right now uh, for like a temporary placement. So um, looking forward to that. Um, And we, uh, you know, hopefully from there, we'll be able to grow um, and expand for like some permanent placements. So we, um, we do hope to, to get to that point for sure. So that it can help us to, you know, the more you're, the more available you are, the more people will know about you and the more sales. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, is there any closing words that you would like to say to everyone, um, where they can find you again, or if you're going to be somewhere during the next couple of months to just let them know where you're going to go? Uh, well, you can find us on, follow us on social media. We're on like Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, really popping on TikTok right now. Uh, it's puzzle color everywhere um, and then we'll be in if you're in the Dallas area uh, at an Enchant Christmas, it's a little winter wonderland, ice land they're doing out in uh, the Fair Park mm-hmm. there all, all of the holiday season until January 1st I believe and uh, yeah we're going to try to like I said, we allow, we run a lot of events, so that's, that's what we've been on bread and butter at the moment. But we definitely love the online sales, online um, patron, Patreon-ish? Patrons. <laughs> I know, I just kept thinking Patreon, the app. So. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if somebody wanted to have you guys come to one of their shows or a conference or something, how would they get in contact with you? Yeah, they can just email us at info at puzzlesofcolor.com and uh, we'll we'll see if we can fit them in the schedule. That's one thing for sure that like we are trying to do a lot more, you know, of course we started during COVID. So like events was not even a thing. And right, so exactly. we're still, we're still kind of navigating and maneuvering through that, like, you know, how, what events are worth it and what, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But like, that is something that we're trying to do more and more of in the coming 
uh, months and year. Um, so, so please share, share any events you have. We're also trying to get out of the Dallas area. We're from Dallas um, and that's convenient <laughs> for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but great. wanting to kind of like be available and seen by other areas. So um, send us, send, send us, send the information our way. <laughs> um, actually, we will be uh, in Showfield pop-up. Oh, we'll, yes. We'll be, in, there's like a, they're doing a, a pop-up store in like a six-month installation. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll be in New York and in D.C. Um, starting, starting November. Starting November. Sometime in November. Uh, pretty late November, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, just in time for, for Black Friday and all of that stuff. Yeah. They, 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 the dates have kind of been pushed. And so we don't have the exact dates yet, but they said that we will be out in time for Black Friday. So um, Showfields, D.C. and Showfields, New York. Um, if you're in those areas, feel free to stop by. And then also, if you check our website, it does have the list of all of the different venues that sell our puzzles. So we have a lot of the um, different um, smaller like specialty shops in, especially in the Northeast, because we did a, a trade show up there that got us a lot of business. Um, so we've got a, we were, in avail we're available in about 30 stores uh, across oh, the country, including a few yeah. museums. And so uh, check those out. <laughs> Love that. And I mean, like we have a store here that's called um, Black Market, mm -hmm. but they also do like little pop-up shops once a month. Normally it's like around this time until like Juneteenth um, where they do the pop-up shops, but they actually have a store now, um, but it's called Black Market. That would be cool if y'all could. Yeah, we've heard of those guys. We've heard of them. Yeah. I mean, I've. I find a lot of stuff through them awesome. that I normally wouldn't have a clue about just from, you know, their store. So yeah, something to look into. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. You're welcome. And I definitely have seen them at Brown Sugar. That's like 10 minutes from my house. Oh, really? Um, yes. Yeah, so I've been there a couple of times. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So well, I appreciate the two of you taking the time out to talk to us all about puzzles of color. Everybody, whether you love puzzles or not, um, this is a great business to support. I am not a puzzle person, but I do have these amazing art pieces from their puzzles. Um, so go ahead over to their website, their Instagram, and check them out and show your support. Thank Erica you. and William, thank you so much again for hanging out with me this evening. And I cannot wait to see where your business goes from here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It was great. You're welcome. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. You can check out all of our episodes and additional content on our website, thecolorofinfluence.com. And that's an in only for influence. And don't forget to share the podcast with someone you know. 
and have them share the podcast with someone they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.